Strictly speaking to the macho man Randy Savage, you are nothing but garbage, yeah. Careful you don't hurt your neck again going through those ropes. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Welcome to Boot to the Face episode 104. It is a glorious day here in podcasting world as today we finally made it, Marty. You, me, America. It was a long, hard road, but we got here. It is football season. Marty's got an Aaron Rodgers jersey on. I'm wearing the Dak Prescott jersey because it's my quarterback. Marty Vasquez, Chris Rucker, how the hell are you marty you know what it's been a shitty ass week i'm not even gonna lie um had my uh way. i had some days off this week finally like multiple days off in one week for the first time in like three weeks so that was nice unfortunately it started with um my car breaking down on the way to work one day and then oh. it just kind of went from there um so my car's been in the shop all week hopefully get it back monday night tuesday morning hopefully um, my computer obviously has been on the fritz, so that's been fantastic. But it all comes to a close because today is a glorious day. As today, topping off with the Packers getting their ass whooped around your week out. Why you gotta be a dick like that, man? <laughs> I gotta be an asshole. Is I, I said it's a glorious Sunday, not an asshole Sunday. Like, come on, man. It's always asshole Sunday around these parts. Like some people call it I mean, you, you know, Sunday you Fun vote. Day, and you call it Sunday Dickhead. I'm just saying. I don't even know. Listen, it's fucking football Sunday, the first Sunday of the season. Packers are gonna whoop that Viking ass. It I is so. fantastic. I think the Rams ram that shit up your ass right now. Wow, that got graphic quickly. Oh, do we have a new sponsor? Are we sponsored by KY now? All of a sudden, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Lube that bitch up. Your parents listen to this, Marty. Mind your manners. Well, my dad's a Steelers fan. My mom's a Raiders fan. So they have nowhere to talk when it comes to football. Your da- my stepdad's a Steelers fan. It's awesome because, you know, when Super Bowl forty five came around, oh, yeah, my dad paid for all my uh, championship swag that season. Oh, man. I've been wanting – it's been so long since the Cowboys have won. Every year I get to watch motherfuckers celebrate with that Sports Illustrated SI DVD tag towel hat. Uh, book cover, and I'm just like, my God, I just want to buy one for the Cowboys. Why, God? Why? <laughs> it's getting to the point where you're just gonna make one and just have it there. And I every year, like every that. year, you're just gonna like peel off the last number I'm just so to add another number. Fucking America's game from 1995, where that shit was in standard definition, <laughs> and you gotta adjust the tracking while you're watching it. Like, come on, Dallas. We deserve a championship. I won money that Super Bowl also because my dad was a Steelers fan. So I won money off him for that game too. Like I said, my stepdad was a Steelers fan. That was that was the first like year or two that my my mom and my stepdad had been dating. So mm-hmm. we were kind of going back and forth with that. But it's football season. I got fantasy teams pulled up. I'm in a uh, full press fantasy draft. We did it the last minute. 30 seconds of pick, Marty. We oh, did this shit. at 930 at night. 
30 seconds a pick. It was flying by. I didn't get Dak Prescott in one league this year. You did nine thirty. So when I was talking about how I can do it after a certain time and you know, I wanted to be mindful of everyone on the East Coast, you guys fucking did nine thirty. And I had press, a- not the Carl League. I know, I know, I know. I, I'm just saying, there's other places you could. We could. I could have had someone backing me. I'm like, oh, hey, let's do it a little bit later. So Mark doesn't have to draft the pick or draft his his team during the middle of a labor day. Had to be a majority pick, sir. There's ten people. Actually, there's twelve people in that league. I'm pretty sure that most of them wouldn't have wanted to do it that late because they said sure. the earlier the better. But what yeah, I was going to say was, I was waiting on Dak to come around on this one pick, and because the time limit was so fast. It was like down to two seconds. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm about to get Dak in the fifth round. One second. And the screen changed. And I'm like, hell yeah, he got auto-drafted. Like fucking, I don't know who was on the board. And I'm like, shit, yeah, I'm about to get Dak. So I'm looking for Dak. And I look up, and he made the pick with one second left and got Dak. And it pissed me off. All I'm saying is that I sat Sammy Watkins because he had the lowest projected I'm like he's not gonna, probably not going to do as much as, as somebody's up because you know let's be honest. Same boomer bust. I love the Packers, but them against um, you know Thielen, he he runs it up on them. So I'm like oh, he's probably going to get some yards. Um, well, Sammy put up 20 plus, and I'm like son of a bitch. Luckily, I'm still leading to or projected to win, but we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um. So let's get off of football because people don't come here to talk football, Marty. They come here to hear us talk about life and wrestling and everything that goes in between, like figures. Last week, I talked about figures. I got that Io Shirai and that Becky Two Belts. And you just told me that you've discovered some women's division stuff that you've uh, picked up. So talk about that. Well, yeah. So as I move my vehicle from the freeway to a parking lot for AAA to pick me up, uh, which also, if you didn't know this, because of COVID, AAA doesn't allow you to sit in their cab while they take your car to a location. So where you sit. they didn't tell me that. So I had to get an Uber to come pick me up in the middle of nowhere to take me to the car dealership 25 miles away. Um, Does AAA pay for that? Fuck no. Fuck no. I have AAA now. I had to get it to get my homeowner's insurance. Yeah. So they, they didn't say they didn't do shit. They didn't say shit about it. So I'm like, oh, I got a what? Oh, you can't be in the cab. Like, well, how the fuck am I going to get to my car? And how the hell am I going to get home? Did you not have so, a mask? I did have a mask. Oh, yeah. I, I was on my way to work. What the fuck? So I literally had to, while well, I waited, so I had to get an Uber, take me out, all the way out to the dealership. And then luckily when I checked my car in the dealership, they they paid for, the dealership paid for an Uber home. So instead of having a shuttle, they just Ubered me home. So that was pretty cool. Um and then I, uh, but no, while I was there, I was at a Walgreens. I went and got some Starbucks next door, chilled, walked into a Walgreens. Um, Cause hey, man, it's in the morning. I've been drinking coffee. I was expected to be at work. So I had to take my morning, you know, coffee piss. So walked in, I figured, oh, well, I'll buy something so I can use the bathroom and walk in. The first aisle I walked through, wasn't even looking at figures, just walked. That's the first aisle that was right there next to the cosmet, uh, cosmetics uh, section. Looked down and there's a shit ton of figures. I'm like, oh, I've never seen this many figures inside of Walgreens. And it was the, they had all these women's division um, figures that were, I guess, some of them were like Walgreens exclusive or something. I don't know. Uh, but I missed out on those ones. And then I looked down, and I mean, the first ones were like Lacey Evans, stuff like that. And then I saw a uh, there was a Maurice, 
And then I saw the the Becky Lynch. I'm like, oh shit, there's a Becky Lynch. That one looks pretty good. So I'll grab that one. Then right behind that was an Alexa Bliss with the championship belt. I'm like, damn, that's actually the probably the best Alexa Bliss I've seen thus far because all the other ones look like crap. Um, so I grabbed both of those two while I was waiting for my car to be picked up. Yeah, those are. Uh, I got I got the Becky one. I see the Alexa one because you know I'm in and out of Walgreens for work all day i see the alexa bliss and the maurice one all the time and i still don't understand why maurice comes with a fucking intercontinental title but she could because like she the could, figures the only way that somebody's gonna buy that figure is to buy it for the ic title to get to the miz why wouldn't they put the divas title in there she was the divas champion like because, becky's got the blue belt alexa has the red belt fucking because give, give somebody else, the divas belt. but somebody else in that in that line i looked it up somebody else in that line has a divas belt though i mean you can still give her the divas belt that was no, her title true. it is true but yeah, that makes sense. Somebody in order to sell that figure, you put a belt that isn't out a lot, which yeah. is the intercontinental. Title. And then you get to go with somebody else. You know, you, you, obviously people are going to buy that to go with the Miz. Yeah. Speaking of figures, Marty, I sent you a figure. I got you, you a, uh, the loser of the Jackson Boys. Wow. The wow. lesser of the Jackson Boys. Which one? What's his name? Billy, Ricky, Nick, Ronnie. Nick. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> <laughs> Nick Jackson. I sent you him. I threw a couple extra little things in there too. I'll, I'll wait for you to uh, don't throw the box away when you take the figure out. Make sure you check the entire box. All right. There's something at the bottom of it, depending on how you open it. You know what? The but last uh, time, the last time you sent me a package, you sent me some pictures. Um, there were there were signed pictures of like Santana Garrett. Don't don't, don't y'all don't get too crazy here. Um, but you slid that shit inside a Dallas Cowboys magazine. I opened it up, and the first thing I slid out was a fucking magazine with the Cowboys on. I'm like, this motherfucker, which I <laughs> still have, it. which I still have because I'm going. My plan is to send it back to you. Um, but yes, and I was like, this motherfucker. All right then. I wanted to protect the picture. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I don't know why you protected the Cowboys because they can't protect shit. Look at Tony Romo. Oh, Tony Romo had been our quarterback for five years. Get over it. Yeah. Why? Because the got hurt. How many times? Because he was fragile as a damn. Because the cowboy line shit. Well, we got us a tank back there now. Yeah. That's some bitch can take a hit. But you don't you don't got Schwarzkopf back there running that tank. Mm-hmm. What was I saying? Oh yeah, I, I mailed you out some stuff. I mailed out some stuff to Petopolis also that he doesn't know about. So he'll either figure it out when he listens to this or when it shows up at his house. That uh I mailed some I mailed out something pretty cool to him that I would have no need for, but Pete, you know, he's like a better PR for most podcasts than what we all have. So I uh, figured I'd throw that his way. He's a fan of the person whose swag I sent to him. So there's that. Uh, This week, I didn't really have too much going on. I went back to work this week, so I'm no longer a substitute teacher. Oh, hey, congratulations to Layla. Whatever. She misses me. (laughs) Calls me at work. She's like, Dad, Mom's a horrible teacher. When you come, actually, no, she didn't. She <laughs> she would never say that. She would pick Leanne over me in anything in life. How's so, Leanne doing? She's feeling a little bit better. She's upstairs now, like making a bunch of noise and shit. It's weird. Like we record between eleven thirty and twelve every Sunday, and every Sunday I have to go say, "Hey, we're about to record. Can y'all quit making so much noise?" And then she gets mad at me, like. You don't record at the same time every week. And I'm like, but we really do. We really it's like do. between eleven thirty and twelve. Every we Sunday. may record an hour earlier, like once every three to four Randomly. months. But yeah. for the most part, it's always between eight, eight thirty every week. 
so that's always fun but she's she's feeling a lot better um she's mobile now moving around she i came home the other day and she had like a bunch of boxes and shit that have been sitting there since the movie we're still unpacking shit oh dude even like a month and a half one ago. two three four six eight ten i got ten boxes in this room that are still fully as taped up of course they're all my figures figures my are my wrestling star wars batman it's all those figures but literally all my shit on my shelves are all still on my boxes, which I probably need to get unpacked soon because I have to bring some other furniture in this room pretty soon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of how, how that goes. Oh, you Lord. know what? I didn't, I got, I got, I finally got a barbecue this week. Also, my oh. dad, my parents came into town cause it was my dad's birthday. So happy belated birthday to him. Um, they, uh, yeah, they came in town and I wanted to, to cook dinner, but I wanted to grill dinner. But I, I had just like a small little tailgate barbecue because in my last place I couldn't have a grill and I was up on the second floor and I'm not going to take one up there. Well, now I'm on the first floor and I got a big ass patio. So I'm like, hey, let's go to Home Depot real quick to pick up a grill. And um, yeah, so got that, got brand new grill. I'm doing, I haven't bought a nice, like a decent grill in like 10 years. And it was fine. Dude, I grilled some steaks and some corn and stuff like that. And it was all, oh, dude, it was fucking fantastic. It was amazing sitting there grilling on your own grill. Shout out to uh, Robert Custis, who we'll we'll talk about later, who sent me a DM about some AEW stuff that I'm going to bring up. But uh, I speaking of grill, I got ribs in the smoker right now, Fantastic. and I can smell them down here. I don't know if it's them or if it's me because I was out there standing over the top of it. But <laughs> I can smell them, and I'm just waiting. Alexa's got an alarm set on her for another three hours, and I'll be able to pop them some bitches out about halftime of the first game. Ah, oh, it's gonna be so. That's uh, so I've had. Not only do I have like a, a racks of grill of ribs from, uh, like like pork ribs from the hog I, I slaughtered a couple years ago, but I gra- I bought some like when everything started going down. <clears throat> uh, when I went to the store, like I grabbed like a large thing of like beef ribs and everything, so I could put in the fr- and they've been in the freezer because I haven't really had a grill. I was gonna put them in the oven, uh, but now I have a grill. So my plan is Thursday to grill because I have the Dodgers and the Braves game going that day, and I can put them things on grill them all day while I'm home and then just chill out and relax baseball. Before we go to break, you think the Falcons score more points than the Braves had a couple nights ago? Nope. Not one bit. I hope they do. Cause I got the whole fucking Falcons offense. in one <laughs> <laughs> So I need them to go Atlanta Braves this week. Oh, this 29, Episode one Oh four week one of NFL. We will be back to talk about some wrestling right after this. Welcome back, Boot to the Face, episode 104, Marty Vasquez, Chris Rucker. We are both excited because obviously it's football time. And if you don't like the NFL, then you really ain't going to like this podcast because we're going to talk a lot of NFL this year. And I don't give a fuck if you like the kneeling or not. We don't give a shit. Dude, like you know how excited like, I First thing I did this morning, I pulled out my Packer socks to wear to work. I got, Dude, I'm ready. This I am locked and loaded i can't there's nothing like nfl football like i like college college is cool but there's nothing like nfl sundays i'm sorry because college is like like you'll never look at the spread of nfl game no matter how good the patriots are were they were never favored to win by 56 points like alabama could play lower marion fucking devry College of Technical Institute and be favored to win by and be favored to win by seventy and they'll fucking cover. Like who wants to watch that? Like that's not even fun. So in the NFL, like the biggest spread you'll have is maybe ten points. 
every now and then you might get two touchdowns, but that's so rare. And it's so rare that that gets covered. Like there'll be blowouts, but I don't know. It's just NFL to me is just more exciting. And then with the advent of fantasy football, since I've been doing that for the past eight to 10 years, like there's nothing like NFL Sunday. I'm like a kid on Christmas right now. Yeah, I mean it's glorious. You can't. It can't. It's fantastic. It's like you know what's crazy is that right now we have football, baseball, and basketball. All Don't hockey. Played. Oh yeah, hockey's still going too. How the when the fuck is that going to end? Because that and shit. Golf. I, I feel like playoffs have been going for like six months in that league. I um, think next week. Next week you'll have football. You have college football. You have NBA playoffs. You have MLB. You'll have hockey playoffs. MLS and you have. Too. Like, yeah, you got oh. soccer, and you'll have um, the U.S. Open, I think, will be next week for golf. So you'll have a major championship in the PGA. Like, COVID's fucked a lot of shit up, but <laughs> COVID's fucking gave us a whole lot of sports in the next coming weeks. Like, all, no matter what sport you like. And then you got wrestling on fucking every day almost. Every, every damn day right now. Because of because of sports, you have wrestling every day of the week. Monday, yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, it doesn't fucking matter. And, and next week, Sunday. Back and wrestling's like, I don't give a fuck. Oh, Monday Night Football's coming back? Let me throw fucking three title matches on Monday <laughs> Night Raw this weekend or this Monday and we'll fucking see what happens then. And so, you know, I frequent the Twitter a lot. And I see, no, you? I see people bitching, man, like, I'm not going to watch Raw because this is just a ratings grab. They're only stacking these cards up like that because Monday Night Football is happening. Who gives a fuck why? You have title matches. You got a fucking cage match with your favorite wrestler, Dominic, versus the Monday Night Messiah, Seth Rollins. You got Mickey James and Asuka, which if they're given time, will be a good match. Don't believe me. Go watch fucking NXT Toronto. When that match happened, uh, what's the other? You got the tag team champions taking on the SmackDown tag team champions. And then you got Drew McIntyre versus Keith Lee. Like, what is there to complain about? All because you know that Monday Night Football. So you're going to shit on the show before it happens because of the reason why the show is so stacked. Hold on. Like, hold on. Fans Who's playing just- Monday Night Football? I want to look at that shit. There's two, two games on. There's it's two like games? The Steelers, the Steelers and somebody. And the Chargers usually play on Monday Night. I don't know if they still are this week or not. But I don't know. It's just it's odd. But this past Monday, we only we have one. There's only one Monday night. Oh no, there's two. No, there's two. Steelers and Giants and the Titans and Broncos. Let's be honest. Who the fuck wants to watch either one of those games? People who have Ben Roethlisberger or uh, Melvin Gordon on their fantasy team and they're down by like twelve. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only reason I watch most Monday night football games is hoping and praying that my guy gets enough points to get me to win. I don't think I got anybody on either, on any four of those. Actually, I got the Broncos D, but I think I, uh, that that might be in play this week. Never mind. So this week on Monday also night, because football because football started, I got to give one shout out. I got to do it every year to start the season off because I can't stand them. So fuck the Broncos. Just gonna throw that out there now, and now we can move on. Okay, then. Uh, let's do a recap of what happened in the world of wrestling this week. You had Monday Night Raw. There was a turn that happened that I didn't see coming. I mean, I knew eventually somebody would. I always thought it would be Apollo. But that Cedric Alexander turn happened at it. Like, if you think about it, they set the wheels in motion weeks ago with MVP constantly pulling them aside. But it ha- the way it happened was just like out of nowhere. I was like, oh, shit, Ricochet fell off the eight. No. 
Ricochet's getting his ass whooped. <laughs> Even my daughter was like, oh my God. Like when he got thrown into the thing, Layla was like, ouch. Like she was just walking through the living room. And so then he cut the promo, which I love. Like, how you gonna be on my team and you walk around calling yourself the one and only? Like, what what the, what about me? Like, are we not together? Which I love. I love that. So Cedric joins the hurt business. Shelton doesn't trust him, which is a cool dynamic. You got Lashley whooping everybody's ass. You got the old head MVP spitting fire on the mic. Like, the Hurt Business is booming right now. I don't know about that. I mean, what is it like? The fire he's spitting is like the fire in a bonfire pit that's about to go out, not like California. So, I mean, it's not that fire. (laughs) What is there not to like about the Hurt Business besides those whack-ass T-shirts? No, no, no. Hold on. I didn't say nothing about the Hurt Business. I said MVP. Dude, I don't care what anyone says. To this day, MVP still sucks, man. His his mic, his promos, let's put it this way. His promos are as drawn out as Paul Heyman's. Um, Same shit week in, week out, except for Paul Heyman's typically are a little more entertaining. And I just. Oh, bullshit. MVP just annoys me, dude. Like, ever since he came out, they originally came out, it's just his, his promos are just annoying as fuck. As simple as that. Like, there's never been a single thing that he's ever said. It's like, oh shit, I gotta look in. I gotta watch this guy. I gotta, I gotta watch MVP. Like, when I have to face him, like on you know SmackDown versus Raw and shit. Like, I, I, yeah, I'm gonna skip this match just because I don't even want to see him on my screen because he sucks. Just throw him out there. You don't like it. I'm sorry. That's, it is what it is. Well, you're allowed to be wrong. I mean, it's America. <laughs> You know, we got people strong and wrong on social media all day. Uh, I mean, there's people that are called that are Cowboys fans, so apparently everyone can be wrong. Moving right along to Tuesday night, opening up for NXT. I love the fact they opened this up, and I'm not gonna lie to you, it pissed me off that I had to sit through a fucking Iron Man match that I hate, and then they didn't even have a winner the week before. So the fact that I didn't have to sit through an entire episode of NXT to get a culmination of this, I loved. Thank you, and. My dude, my boy, fucking Thirst Trap Balor himself, Finn Balor is your new NXT champion. He joins Samoa Joe and Shinsuke as the only two-time NXT world champions in a really good match with Adam Cole. Are they trying to turn Adam Cole babyface? I, I think they really are. Like, let's be honest. Even his promo afterwards, it, it, it absolutely seems that way. Yeah, but. Finn hit that DDT off the top rope, which I love. Um, I don't know. Balor's just got a different energy when he's in NXT. I love it, man. I, I'm a Balor fan. Um, I love the fact he's got a title. and I, It doesn't matter if it's NXT champ. And I think him having that title is going to raise it up to a whole new level also. Except when Killer Cross comes back and kills him. But we'll, 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 well, we'll see what happens. We're going to come back for a while. It's just a dislocated shoulder, right? I thought he had that surgery. He didn't have to have surgery on it? I'm sure he did, but it was just a dislocation. Like the yeah, but long surgery shoulders probably got three months. I don't know. I ain't never had surgery, so I don't want to short I, change. I've never had surgery on a shoulder, so I couldn't tell you there either. Also on NXT, we had the development of a feud between Shotzi Blackheart and Io Shirai. Don't touch um, my belt. Don't touch my belt. I, uh, Shotzi Blackheart is just meh for me. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's it's going to be a feud for EO to run through somebody. Let's be honest. Um, but yeah, I, I dig it. I'm cool with it. She can't she can't be fighting. Keep fighting the same person over over day every day. Can't be fighting. You know, um, 
She can't be going against uh, Rhea Ripley every week. We don't want that. So I'm good with it. Get her a different different competitor, a different feud for a little while, and then get her to another a big caliber feud, and uh, then another low-key one, and then Santana Garrett for the title. Then on Wednesday, we had AEW. And a big surprise that nobody saw coming. People probably predicted, but... It never happened when it was supposed it to. They waited people it out. were predicting it. People were hopefully thinking it. Well, as soon as he got released, everybody was like, Rusev's going to AEW. Well, yeah, we talked about this shit months ago. That's everything, though. Like, anytime someone gets released, like, oh, they're going to AEW. So, I mean, it's just, you know, you keep shooting into, you keep shooting into a barrel. You're going to catch a fish. Rusev, I'm sorry, Miro debuts. He's all elite. He's the best man. That's his gimmick. Not just for the wedding. But his music actually says he's the best man. His Titan Tron actually says he's the best man. And he came up there with some fucking Disney Gucci pants on. Like, it looked like he was in his pajamas. And I saw a meme that said the pants were like 1200 bucks a pop. <laughs> like, okay, that's even fine. Shirt, even that shirt was expensive as fuck. Yeah, that's fine. But it still looked like you were. Those are some expensive ass PJs you had. I, I'm pretty sure that, that Orange Cassidy was in the back. And I'm like, did I wear the same shit for 20 bucks? Man, the meme I saw was like uh, Colt Cabana was next to him and it had like everything Rusev was wearing, including the Yeezys that were like 20, 250 bucks. And Colt Cabana was like, I borrowed this jacket from Excalibur. I got this free from Ryan Barkin from Pro Wrestling Tees. <laughs> These pants I got at fucking Rec Room Outlet for 20 bucks. <laughs> These shoes I got because American Airlines lost my luggage, so they bought me new Nikes. <laughs> like, it's like my entire outfit was like twenty seven dollars. Like you save Coke Cabana, money. boom, boom. Coke Cabana, boom, boom. All bitters. His fucking his guy air got deflated. That's fucking, fucking hilarious. I fucking love Dark Order though. <laughs> right. It, it was interesting though that Dark Order this week. I don't remember seeing Coke Cabana out there with them at all. Didn't he get like yeah? Because he got slapped around at the pay per view. Yeah. And, so he uh, wasn't out there at the end during that last match. Yeah. Um, back to Miro. How big of a how big of an impact you think this is gonna make? They did over a hundred. They did over a million da- um, downloads. They did over a million people watching this week. You think he had anything to do with that? Once people started talking, absolutely. I think people are gonna be watching because of here's the thing. This was I think Rusev was one of the biggest releases to cause a factor because people love Rusev. That's known. The dude was over as all hell. Got over on his own. Been over since day one. And when he left was a surprise. Like, the fact that he went through the Lashley-Lana storyline and then disappeared. Uh, and they didn't do anything else with him after that was ridiculous. The fact that he's been at the highest peak of the most popular, you know, to the point where there's there's report, reports and articles that he was outselling Roman and Becky Lynch at times. And I completely agree. I believe it 100%. Rusev Day was the biggest thing going. And the fact that they did nothing with him, and they would give him like a little bit of a taste here and there, and then he would go cold, and then they, they he'd go get her, he'd go away, and then come back, and then get hot, and then get cold again. You know, they were just inconsistent with him. Whether they didn't want him to be in that position or not, you know, was whatever. But he got there, and he was over more than anyone else, and people loved him. Um, he could be the biggest heel on the roster, and people were still cheering for him. Um, so I think him going to AEW, what he does there, uh, I think we're going to see 
an amplified version of what we've ever seen before. And I think that's absolutely not only it's going to draw people that weren't watching AEW before, but now that they know that Rusev is there, they're going to watch it. And I think once people see what he's doing there, more people are going to watch it. How'd you like his promo? How do you feel about every WWE star that gets released and goes to AEW or anywhere else has to shit on the company just to kind of get over? Like that's almost like the cheap pop Mick Foley used to do now. Like I want, I want to see something new. I want to see you get to somewhere, get to AEW, get to NWA, get to New Japan, and not talk about the WWE. Like I'm, I'm over that whole thing. Like, and then you got on BTE, like they're constantly talking about WWE. Like, God damn it, give it a break. Like I'm watching AEW because I don't want to see WWE. Like, be your own. I'm not, and and I get the whole. It's a quote unquote war and WCW and WWE used to do this shit. Like WWE came up with the huckster and the nacho man back in the day when they went to WCW. Okay, whatever. But fuck, man, it's constant. Like come up with something original. Your first promo, the first thing you're going to do is talk about a brass ring and a glass ceiling. Like how about, hey, I'm fucking all elite and I'm here to fuck shit up. That, that's exactly what it should have been. It should, his promo should have been nothing to do with you know i've been in the same place for 10 years this is what's happened this is where we you know take it up yeah, your we ass. already know this like, exactly and it, it should have been absolutely i'm here i'm gonna fuck shit up and yeah. that's all you want to talk about that come on boot to the face we'll interview you and you can get that get all that shit out instead of going to jericho's pocket he don't need no fucking downloads <laughs> right this fucking guy <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna take another quick break and come back and then we will get to friday night smackdown and a couple other things going on in the world of wrestling. Stay tuned. Boot to the face. Episode 104. Happy Football Sunday. Welcome back. Boot to the face. Episode 104. Marty Vasquez and Chris Rucker. Marty, we talked about Miro. Let's talk about Kenny Omega. What do you think is going on with Kenny Omega? And before you answer that, I had a question come across my desk. I've always wanted to say that. Makes me feel important. From our buddy, Robert Custis, who listens to the show. Been a listener since day one. It says, have y'all recorded the podcast yet? If not, please talk about the booking and the credibility lost of Penta and Phoenix. Plus, what is happening with Omega? Like, what the fuck is AEW doing? What was the last part about Kenny Omega? Just talk about what's happening with him. Like, how he's been booked since he's been there. And I will say this. I think I think well his interview that he gave with Jr. Well, no, I know, but I think his, the answer to what his booking was was is mentioned right there and then. He was here, you know. He didn't really have a place, and he wanted. To, it was kind of in that position to help get talent over. And I think his tag team was exactly that. It was to get Hangman Page over, and that's exactly so, what it did. So here's here's the thing. My question, anyway. I, I don't watch New Japan as much as you, and definitely not Robert. But I've been thinking about this a lot. AEW's been around for a year. If you're a Kenny Omega fan from New Japan, do you feel kind of gypped right now that you're not getting the Kenny Omega that you've been used to? Because he's just been kind of so-so in AEW. Like, he hasn't been still in the show much. He hasn't been out in the forefront. Like, when AEW started, you figured he would be the one they built the company upon but it's been Jericho, it's been Moxley, it's been Cody to an extent, Hangman Page. Like all of these people have been out in the forefront more than him, putting on more. He's like 
I don't know. He's almost like it's not can't see. It's not must see TV when Omega's there as to what I thought it would be. And again, not a New Japan fan, but I knew of the mystique of Kenny Omega. So as a New Japan fan, do you and this is I guess this is how Robert feels like. Do you feel kind of gypped that he's not being put in the place that you thought he would be or you think he deserves to be? So for I'm going to put it for two perspectives here. For the new person coming in and watching wrestling or watching AEW and getting their first glimpse of Kenny Omega, um, what AEW has done with him is not anything to get on board with Kenny Omega. Right. Um, now, as somebody who – and I'm not – I love New Japan and I love Kenny Omega and I'm probably not at the same level of extent to watching as Robert is. But for me – it doesn't bother me what they've done with Kenny. Yes, the thing is for me is the fact that I know what Kenny can do. I know what Kenny holds, and I know what can be done. And I've gone to this looking at, you know what? He's doing his part to get this company over and to get the team over. Um, he, You know, if you put him at the top of the roster, he, you know, it's expected that. So when you put it there, it's like, okay, well, this is exactly what we thought was going to happen, and the elite's running everything. Well, the elite wasn't running everything. You had Jericho and now Moxley at the top of the of the heap, and then you had him with the tag team championships. Which, when it comes to the elite, he had the titles longer than any other member of the elite did. So you got to give him that also, and it's doing something he did before. And when he was with, uh, you know, when he was the Golden Lovers, you know, with Ibushi, he it wasn't um, he wasn't doing. He was a tag team champions, but it, it, he's done it before. And I think it's nice because I think that now we're going to see the transition from the I'm going to help get the, the the product over and be the company man. And now I'm going to be the fucking cleaner. And now I'm going to fuck shit up. And I think we're going to get that aggressive Kenny Omega that we know coming up now. And I think we're going to get that that singles push. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he's the one that ends up taking the belt off Moxley. One hundred percent. I think Moxley gets the Archer, and then it all of a sudden, and then Mox or um, uh, Omega goes through a run, and then he's the one that takes the title off him. I would be completely okay with that. And so that, as far as the booking goes, I, I get it from the from both aspects. But the fact that I know what they can do and what they're you know going to lead up to, it's a slow burn. And I think that with some people on, on there, the the slow burn has been fantastic. And we talk about Hangman Page, how his slow burn the entire year has been probably one of the best things going. A lot of it has to do with what Kenny Omega has done side by side him. Like he, can, uh, Hangman Page isn't at the level he's at right now if it's not for the assistance of uh, Omega being his tag team partner and helping him get along. And I think that that's going to amplify, that's going to, that's going to set, their, their tag team is going to, what's going to elevate both of them to a whole new level. Yeah, but Kenny Omega and Hangman Page coming into AEW were on two different levels. Hangman Page is an up-and-coming star. Kenny Omega was supposed to be the guy. So it's been a year. Like, if I'm flipping over as a WWE fan and AEW's on, and I'm like, okay, I hear about this Kenny Omega guy all the time. Let me go over here and watch. And then I get what I've gotten 90% of the time from him. I'm going to think, oh, this is just fucking online smarks thinking that they know more and everybody getting on the bandwagon not knowing of the shit he did do in new japan because you know his run in new japan was legendary to an extent mm-hmm. for, yeah and that's, again, that's what i'm talking about like if you're the new person right. watching, wants to tune in it's not doing doing kenny omega or AEW or even the fan any justice at all it's so like you're a kenny omega like, fan like, 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 oh, i want to watch kurt angles is a great wrestler 
and I'm gonna watch turning to, to Monday Night Raw, and he's wearing a fucking mini cowboy hat. This is the guy that, that, that I want. That I'm tuning in from yeah, Nitro. Angle was still fucking killing it at that time, though. That's no, what I'm saying. There's room to do both. Is my point, and and I think Robert's point. I can't speak for him, but Robert's a Kenny Omega fan, and to you know, for a year, he's not enjoying what he's seeing, at it. and it's not just him. Like the there's people complaining about this, and I'm just wondering. Well, if all they're I, being if they're being too unselfish. Here's the thing, though. I think that's all about to end, though, because I think the Bucks are about to turn aggressive and become the young Bucks that they just didn't. Oh, they just fuck shit up. Intimidating at all. Oh, I'm not. I'm just saying they're, they're, they what they haven't been the Bucks that they were in the past either. And I think we're gonna see Omega. Like, if you want to see what Omega's gonna do, sit back, put your seatbelt on, and hold on to the bar because that shit's about to go zero to a hundred, and you're gonna see that shit take off. I hope so. I now, as far as Phoenix and Pen- and uh, um, the Lucha Brothers, like, yeah, the fact they got him with that freaking, uh, I know, don't mind. I don't mind them being like whatever with Butcher and the Blade, but I can't stand Eddie Kingston whatsoever. I, I don't either. I don't. I think like he's either. fucking trash. Everything about him says trash, and he's annoying as hell. And. I think that devalues the Lucha Brothers. And I think that they <clears> – here's the thing. They, you know, they can't – they're not going to be at the top of the heap at all times. They've got other tag teams that, that they've been doing. I think te- I think AEW's got one of the best tag teams divisions in the world. And I think they've been utilizing tag team wrestling a lot. And, you know – Fuck the revival. They were, they were at the top of the of that roster tag team-wise for the first six months they were there. And they were always involved in storylines. And then Losing. now – Okay, well, they were winning two at the beginning. They they beat the Bucks. Never won the titles. Everybody no. beat the Bucks, though. So only three people have won like, the title. The Bucks is, beating the there's Bucks only, is nothing only anymore. Three champions. Like, every, there was a promo years ago on Monday Nitro when Ultimate Warrior came back and him and Hogan were facing off. And he told Hulk Hogan, I don't know why I always remember this. He said, beating you is no longer cool because everybody else already has. That's how the Bucks are in AEW. They lost a fucking private party. What's private party doing right now? I'm not saying anything different about that. I'm just saying there's been three tag team champions in AEW. Yeah, and fucking Phoenix and Pentagon have had 50-50 booking. Like, and look, I, I will come on here and I will talk to the Hilltop that everybody can't win. Everybody can't be superstars. So I get that you need you need the kind of mid-card people to, to do so. But you are talking about one of the best tag teams in the world. True, but you know, when you got like AEW, like they're gonna bring up you know, when they started, they had all these top names from across the world, okay? And at some point, when you have so many all it's put it this way. The fucking Lakers had Shaq, Kobe, Carl Malone, Gary Payton, and Carl Malone was 112 years old when Hold he on, man. He was still a fucking star at that time. And wow. they were they they fucking didn't win the championship, but they were fucking there, and they were expected to win because they had all these stars there, all these stars on one roster. Somebody's gonna have to be the sixth man and step back. It's just, it is what it is, and these guys are aren't in their. I mean, they're still fighting like their prime, but they're they are older in the division compared to a lot of people on the EW roster, and there's a lot of people who are younger than them who have been who have been elevated. Because of their feuds and their storylines with them, and, and you know, look at the inner circle—they've had feuds with with them also, and it's helped it help elevate them to a whole new level. Because who the fuck cared about Santana and Ortiz beforehand? I don't care what anyone says about before yeah, they now, were before. But look who's jumping the line now, though. 
Look who's jumping the line. Jericho just decides he wants to be in the tag team division now, and now they're going for the tag titles. When you got the Lucha Brothers getting punked out by Eddie Kingston for no reason, like talking down there. What the hell was the point of the line of where's your wife at to the Blade or the Butcher, whichever fucking one it was? Yeah, He was on Eddie Kingston's side trying to break up the fight, and you just turn around and say, where's your wife? That has to go with Eddie Kingston being a fucking douchebag, piece of trash. Um, Everything he says on Mike is trash. But you you did say something. You said, you know, everybody can't be a star, which we've all I've always agreed with. And it reminded me of the great Chris Rock. Somebody has to play the tambourine. Did you ever see that stand up where, you know, for people that haven't in a choir, everybody has to play their role. Sometimes you're the lead singer. Sometimes you got to play the tambourine. And the reason why a lot of shit doesn't work out is because not everybody is willing to play the tambourine. So right now the Lucha Brothers are just playing the tambourine, and hopefully eventually they'll be lead singers. That whole conversation we just had, Kenny Omega and the Lucha Brothers, they're doing their part. Like they, Here's the thing. When they came over, yeah, they were there to, to do something big, but they were also the name to help elevate this organization. You know what I mean? We talk about in the past, you know, who who are the three roster or, or if you had to pick a member from each roster or whatever to, to, to start your, your organization, who would it be? Well, you're going to pick the biggest names, not because you want them all to be champions, but because those are the names that are going to draw people to your product. And by bringing them over, look at when you bring Lucha Brothers over, you bring everybody that they've been in so many organizations and have such a big following. They bring that that's people, those, those, those crowds over. When you put Kenny Omega in there, not only do you have people in the States who have watched him in, in different events, but you have everybody from new Japan that watched him coming over. Those are people that, that aren't watching other product. And they're the, they're the ones that are the first ones. I'm not watching WWE. They're the ones, you know, I'm canceling my subscription. Okay, well, where are you going to watch now? Well, guess what? We got Kenny Omega and Lucha Brothers over here. Come watch us. And, and those who came over thinking they were going to be the top of the, the the roster and always winning everything, that's not the way it should have been. Like that, that's, You shouldn't have thought that in the first place because these are guys who are coming over. It's just Jericho. Given they gave Jericho the title, but when they signed Jericho to AEW, that was the biggest thing coming because he was the biggest name to sign with AEW. And why they sign him? I get that Jericho's friends with all of them and wanted to help out and and do his part there and do something different out of the WWE. But you go after Jericho because he's one of the at that time too, and in, in for the last thirty years he's one of the biggest names in wrestling. It, you know, you brought him over there because hey, we need that. You know, what? we need a star in the movie. Who we're going to put in the movie? Who's going to watch? This is a movie that's on the that could be good, but who can we make sure? Oh, hey, let's call The Rock. Let's put him in this movie. This motherfucker is going to be a blockbuster now. Real quick before we take our third and final break. Cody got put out by Brody Lee weeks ago on AEW program. And all you hear is where's Cody? Nobody's seen Cody. We can't find Cody. Let me tell you why this misses the mark for me. One, because you got Brandy strutting out there dressed to the nines looking only as she can look with Cody's brother and friends. As if nothing's going on. He's fine completely, but nobody's heard from him. And then AEW goes off the air at 9.57, Marty, and a commercial comes on where Cody comes on and tells you that he's had to quarantine for a couple weeks in order to be a part of a game show. AEW programming is interrupted by a commercial with Cody Rhodes on it Telling you that he's completely fine. That ass whooping he took from Brody Lee didn't mean a damn thing. That he basically just forfeited the TNT title 
to go be a part of a game show. We all know wrestling scripted. We all know what's going on. But God damn it, don't throw Put it in my face out. like that. Put the curtain out. You know what I mean? Like, hey, we know the Rock's losing the title because he didn't go film Scorpion King. We know this, but don't. But he doesn't do an interview with ET the fucking next night. Like, oh yeah, I'm fucking lost to Brock Lesnar to to make him a star, and because I got to go film fucking Walking Tall. Yeah, like, come on, man. Like, uh, and you know I'm a Cody guy. Like, get something to believe what's going on. Let you know, Sonya Deville gets her ass beat, and then walks out like nothing happened. Like, give yeah. me something to believe that what just happened is what just happened. Instead of you basically being like, hey, shithead, these last hour and 57 minutes you've been watching, they don't mean shit because, yeah, Jim Ross keeps asking where I'm at. I'm over here, JR. Hey, I'm filming a fucking TV show with Snoop Dogg, whoever the fuck else was on. <laughs> right? Snoop Dogg and some, I forgot what actress it was, but I'm like, really? In a parking lot in Atlanta. <laughs> with a so, fucking drive-in theater. <laughs> I don't think we've ever talked this much AEW before. I hope people in, in you defended the shit out of AEW, Marty. I like, and I wasn't attacking AEW for you assholes out there. I'm just asking questions. Again, I don't know why we always have to preface this that we like AEW because it's, it's AEW fanboys are fucking. Anytime you say anything cr- critical about them, they get the the way, in the water. You can't, you can't make anybody, everybody happy. Same way as if it was the opposite direction and we're doing the same conversation about WWE. We have all the... Yeah, w- when we shit on WWE, we don't get anybody mad at us. I mean, that's true. That is true. Anyway, let's take a break and we'll come back and talk about Friday Night Smackdown. Get to some news and then we will get the fuck up out of here. Boot to the face, episode 104. Stay tuned. Welcome back, boot to the face, Marty Vasquez, Chris Rucker. Marty, on Friday Night SmackDown, we had a new number one contender for the women's title to take on Bayley at Clash of the Champions. And when I say new, I really don't mean new because it's happened like seven times in the past month and a half. Apparently, there's no other women on SmackDown capable of facing Bayley for the title. Nikki Cross wins the championship match again to face Bayley. I like Nikki Cross, but motherfucker. Here's a go what we were just talking about before our last break. Um, Alexa Bliss, I, I, I don't know, I don't know if she's I'm intrigued by this story, by the or way, or whatever. Oh, absolutely. Um, but she fucking, she sister Abigail is Nikki Cross on the on the side, uh, and then Nikki Cross gets up and wins the match. Sister Abigail is supposed to be a finishing move that just like decapitate. It just it. it decommissions people you know what i mean and bray Wyatt again it's alexa bliss doing it but she just she got up like and alexa bliss walking it's like oh she just sister got up again okay well that was cool um i'm good now it was you know i'm good Yeah, but it's not like she got right up i mean it was towards the end of the match but i mean you want to talk about believable we really gonna believe Lacey evans or tamina versus fucking bailey that is true that that is true. Well, i mean <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we, there's, there's the thing too. Like we've seen Lacey Evans and Bailey multiple times over last year for that title, and I, I don't know what it is, but Lacey Evans is it's missing the mark. She had she had some steam at first, but she's ever since that feud, she's just like she's missing a mark somewhere, and it's not. I, don't, I think she needs a character change. I, I know that they built her up with that character. Uh, she what was she? Was she a marine? She's changed her character like three times already. She, she came out as the Southern Belle that was a heel, and then all of a sudden she was pro military, and I'm a marine, and I'm a mom, and but I'm she's trying to be a baby face. Southern Belle still. 
and now she's back to doing that again. So she she has no. But all right, lean to your right a little bit, and then look over your left shoulder. Yeah. Look behind you over your left shoulder. You see that lady up there in the green with the glow title on? Yep. She just pinned Bailey like two weeks ago. We're talking about Naomi for those that can't catch up because they don't have Elite Series seventy eight Naomi figure, which I don't have. But Eric Brown sent me one, and I'm still waiting on it. So shout out to Eric for that. The Chase figure also. He sent me the Chase one. Oh, both of them? Dude, I No, he just that. sent me the Chase one. Oh, okay. the Chase one. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm not going to lie. When I, mean, I looked at the two of them, I like this one better than the Chase figure. I don't know why. I think the – I like the 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 ring gear she has on in this one better than the Chase. Yeah. Uh, But why 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 was Naomi not even in the fucking match? Like so I don't know. Because, and we've, we've been seeing things – like like that Naomi's gonna be getting to push and um she's been there but yeah it, it, damn push Sasha Banks is coming back to take the title from Bailey uh, Naomi ain't getting to push no time soon they have her fucking rapping karaoke um going around the internet right now is people wanting to know if WWE can extend Sasha versus Bailey out to WrestleMania and I will tell you exactly how they could shakeups coming up soon. Keep Sasha out for a couple more weeks to the shakeup. Send her to Raw. Her and Bailey don't touch. Sasha wins the fucking Royal Rumble, which I want her to, and then calls out Bailey and takes the title from her at WrestleMania, hopefully in LA in front of people. It's fucking simple booking. But do fans have an attention span good enough to remember that far back? No. Because you saw what happened when Becky and Ronda. <laughs> had all that fucking steam towards Survivor Series. Becky won the Royal Rumble, and in between the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania, and I shouldn't even blame the fans for that. That was all WWE fucking up that part. So I think the fans could do it. I think if WWE did it right, they could do it. But I don't see it happening. I think at like Hell in a Cell, they're gonna fight in the main event. And that's two weeks away. Hell in a Cell. Yeah. No, it's not. Night of Champions coming. Oh, no, that. that's right. Hell of Cells next month. I apologize. My bad. Yeah. My bad. I, so I you got Nikki Cross going up against Bailey, who cut. I don't know. I, I, I didn't really like Bailey's promo. It was just your generic, this is why I turned promo. Um, you just ride my coattails the whole nine. And I was all about Bailey, but so far, her one week without Sasha, not feeling it. Not feeling it at all. Maybe that's the Sasha Banks effect. Bank on it. Oh, shit. This guy. Also, on Friday Night SmackDown, we had the giddy little Uso, Jay, who's like Roman's best friend in the world. Now, he's like his little... What's the uh, the cartoon where, where you had the one big animal and the little animal? Was it Foghorn Leghorn or... This is old shit. I, yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. The, 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 and they had the chicken hawk. <clears throat> yeah, I'm a chicken hawk. I'm a chicken hawk. That's Jay Uso running around behind Roman Reigns. I'm a chicken hawk. Like, my God, they got him so annoying right now. There was a meme where he was sitting on the couch and Roman's just sitting there. And it's like, you know, your wife trying to tell you about her day at work and you're just trying to watch wrestling. And Jay Uso's like in the middle, just running his mouth. And Roman's like, oh, my God, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yep, that basically, that's basically how it is. Uh, so how do you how you liking this Roman? Uh, I'm liking it. I'm loving it. Actually, I really attitude. Get it. I, I love it. Like the whole. I don't give a shit. I'm a. Here's the thing. I know I might get a backlash because I have talked shit about other people 
in the past of picking and choosing when they do things. Brock Lesnar. Um, but for with Roman, he's still there. And I think it's like a, I don't fucking care. I'm going to do my own thing. I'm still going to come out. I'm still going to, oh, hey, thanks for doing the work, little cuz. But uh, I'm going to get the pin right now and just sit the there. Tag was so I'm like, gonna, I'm gonna the way he off. tagged him was so <laughs> asshole. He tagged him like such an asshole. Like Uso's climbing up on the top. Roman was just like tapped him on the back. Like, all right, get out of here. And the, and the ref leader's like, no, you get out. He fucking tapped you. Like, <laughs> fuck out. Oh, but man, when Uso grabbed that title at the end and Roman looked at it, I was like, ooh. I thought and then w- oh, yeah. WWE put a picture up with Jay Uso with the Universal title. And I'm like, y'all trying to get that man killed. Right? Um, here's the thing. I think that I think that after Clash of Champions, Jay's gonna go back to being Uso Penitentiary. Um and, and it had to do with you know, with the blood, we've been doing this, and Roman's like, you know what, we're gonna have a fight, we're gonna do this shit. I'm gonna beat that ass. But afterwards, it's all love, man. We're gonna do this thing. And the look that Jay gave him was like, damn right, dude, I got you. I'm a, we're gonna be there. I think that Jay said, we ain't kids no more. If they pull this shit right, they can do it. They can have a fantastic match. And I think Roman's going to elevate Jay to a whole new level. No, that's not going to happen, Marty. It's it's going to be squashed. You think so? He's going to beat the dog shit out of Jay Uso. That sucks. He's going to show up and win. I think he's going to raise him up afterwards. And I think that they're going to hug it out. And it's just, I think that. I think when he comes back, it's going to be Jay's going to be on his side, and he's going to have that that aggressive demeanor again, the excitement of all right, because it's back, I got my chance. All right, now it's time to make business, and business is good with Roman as champ. And I think that we're going to still going to get that that aggressive bloodline, and I think it's going to be it, it's going to it's going to implode at one point because I think Roman it's just going to get to with the way Roman's going it's going to be yeah I don't need you guys here. But I, I want you here, and I got you guys here. So either fall in line or get the fuck out. And I think it's going to go down that road. But I think that I think that they'll still be by his side. Speaking of getting the fuck out, that's what we're about to do. But before we do that, we got a couple news items to hit. We're going to touch on these rapid fire, Marty. Wade Barrett back in WWE as a commentator for NXT. Good or bad for NXT? I like it. You would you take Wade over Morrow? Yes. Wade over Nigel McGuinness? Yes. Okay. Uh, NXT UK is also coming back. I don't think that's in the notes right here, but they've actually got a tournament coming up pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, have you seen their set that they had? Thing? Yeah, right. they have a they have a trophy that they're going to do. I don't know the exact date, so I apologize for not having it, but NXT UK is coming back because I remember there were, there were reports they were talking about just doing away with it all together, so... I think Kylie Ray is going to be defending her title against uh, Viper Nevin also on that. So Kylie I'm, Ray. Just, I'm just not Kylie Ray. Uh, yeah. Kaylee Ray. Kaylee. Ray. That's her name. She I'm just, just excited. She won another title. Huh? Kylie Ray. Yeah. She beat, uh, she beat Hulk Hogan's buddy, uh, Tessa Blanchard in a match for the warrior title. I think, um, I'm just excited about NXT UK coming back because that means Tony Storm's coming back. And when Tony comes back, so does Tony's. Yeah, Tony Storm's coming back. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) The NWA also is coming back on September 15th. They're doing weekly pay-per-views, Marty. Is that what that is? That's what I saw. So 
I don't know. I didn't see anything like what costs like that, but I think that's kind of a, a bold. It's a bold move there, Cotton. Let's see how it pays out. Well, TNA used to do it. Um, I think if they were going to do it, I think monthly they should do a pay per view, and then they should just do a a freebie. But it probably won't be more than like five bucks. So if you really want to see Mike Bennett versus Nick Aldis, then pay the money. Thunder Rosa versus uh, Priscilla Kelly is. I'll probably end up watching this because I do want to see that match. Because, yeah. Uh, Randy Orton has a clothing line come out. That was his big announcement that he's been teasing for a week. And I'm going to be honest with you. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> right. Like, I'm not wearing that shit. That shit only looks good on Randy Orton. Exactly. That shit won't look good on me. He made that shit so he can have his own fucking wardrobe made for himself or make money <laughs> off it also. That shit ain't going to look the same on a wrestling people, fan. People, people are going to buy my shit. And that's enough fun, me having that same clothes in my wardrobe. Yeah, and then they're going to get in the mirror and be like, wait a minute. This shit is trash. It does not look as good as it did on Randy Orton in that picture. Guess what? A whole lot of shit ain't going to look as good on you as it does on Randy Orton. Save your money. Buy a fucking boot face shirt at watermaneuver.net. Buy that hoodie. Buy that hoodie. Uh, Mandy Rose got traded to Monday Night Raw, so you don't have to wait until next Friday to see her again, Marty. She'll probably be there tomorrow. That is true, which is kind of uh, this is. I mean, this is a little bit more of a detailed story, but like, what does that, does that mean? So Sonya D leaves, and basically the whole thing with Otis just disappears like that. Like, it oh. was no. If you've been watching social media, she's been bitching about it because there was a point where the Miz and Morrison tried to steal Otis's money in the bank, and Miz goes, "I'm gonna call in a favor." And then on the after show, he announced that Mandy Rose got traded. So she wrote this whole thing on social media about how the Miz using his stroke, got her traded and trying to break up her and Otis and her and Otis are still together. And there's seven days in a week and the whole nine, she basically blamed the Miz for her getting traded to raw. All right. So that's the storyline. So now Otis is going to try to kill Miz because his little peach is gone to Monday night raw with Dolph Ziggler. And we all know Dolph Ziggler don't give a fuck who your boyfriend is. That's Miss still your girl all day long. He ain't lying I, there. The damn listing. He's like fucking Derek Jeter of pro wrestling. That motherfucker's ass resume is fantastic. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's you you know, you know, know his ass. Every time he looks at John Cena, he's like, yeah, bro. Yeah. There you go. You can't can't that. see you, but I can see I can <laughs> see Nikki. Uh, WWE's had fake crowd noise. Ain't get out of here. So did the Chiefs. Yeah, they did. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, you can't really cheer while you're on the Thunderdome. Like, they're not pumping the sound in because what if I'm in here, like, screaming all kind of racist shit? I mean, you saw people putting KKK stuff up, and I don't think that's a big surprise that WWE's got fake crowd noise in. No, it's not a surprise, but I think they, they, I think they went a little – like, you can do it, but I think they overdo it, if that makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. I get that. Um, the blonde vignette. I'm going to tell you two guesses. One guess I got is Chelsea Green. I've said that from Jump Street that I think that's who that's going to be. The other guess I got, Marty, you'll like this. What if it's Eva Marie? So you think she she dyed her hair blonde? Cut it all off? I mean, she can put a wig on. Her hair's longer than that, though. Tied up in a ponytail, put a wig on. Oh, fair enough, dude. It's if just it's a vignette to kind of throw you off, throw you off the scent. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna squash that real quick. Well, if okay, 
If it's, the, if it's just the vignette has nothing to do with who actually is it, then that's awesome. Because if you go by the who the the the, the girl in the video is, that's not even Marie. That's just that's right. just right there. If it's even Marie, I'm done. Cool. Sign me the fuck up. So I'm You're saying. the only person in the world that thinks that. I don't give a shit. Even Marie was awful. I fucking love like, me. I I liked her. I liked her gimmick right before she left. When she would come out and like the guy would announce that she's not feeling well and she can't compete. Like she, I, I thought that was funny and I was hoping it was going to go somewhere, but she was awful. She was good to look at, but I mean, shit, go watch a rerun of total divas. And you think I don't go look at her Instagram. She doesn't need to be on WWE TV. My Hulu. Um, I think it's Chelsea green, but if it's even Maria, I wouldn't be mad. I know everyone else would be, but I won't be. People are saying it's Carmella, but it's like, why? I don't, why would that be Carmella? Why would it be Carmella? Yeah. Why does she need a package change? Exactly. Has Carmella been on TV since Money in the Bank where she had where <laughs> never mind. I'm gonna get away from what I was about to say. Um coming out this week, WWE Battleground on all your video game platforms. I still haven't got it. I'll probably download it or buy it today for pre-order and all of that. Are we going to get like a big fucking battle royal going on between us and the other podcasts yeah, and shit? I'm off Thursday or Friday, so I'm playing that shit all fucking night. Is it multi-platform? Like, yeah. can we all play together? Okay. Platform. All right, Dez, because Dez was talking shit this week on Talkamania, but I don't think it was Dez. It might have been Jay. Jay was talking shit about you big time, talking about Tony Hawk Pro Skater. He said he will mop the floor with you. He said it wouldn't even be a competition. He's like, I got two minutes to do all these tricks, and it wouldn't even be that close. So I haven't he listened told, yet because I I'm don't just telling what he said right now, so I can't listen to my. That's usually my my little well, to do on the to work on Saturday mornings, and obviously I had to ride a bike yesterday, so I didn't have my, my any review. To paraphrase on. it, he said Marty was talking about Tony Hawk. And he thinks he still got it. It's like riding a bike. But Marty ain't shit compared to me. I will beat Marty's ass in Tony Hawk. And I will eat your children. That's what he said. Wow. That's aggressive. It's like quoting Mike Tyson. That's aggressive for a Canadian. I know. I was surprised. I was taken aback. I was like, is he going to? And then he didn't apologize at the end. So he's been hanging out in Florida way too much over the last few years. Yeah, he's going to stay up there in Canada. He's going to be in the news. Canadian Florida, man. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Marty, you got any shout outs before we get up out of oh, here? Not anymore. Fuck J Bomb and that shit. The hell? <laughs> I'm just telling you what he said. I'm just reporting the news. Don't shoot the message. Uh, oh, if you, you don't believe what? me, go listen to the latest episode of Talk Mania. I know we're at the end of the episode, but make sure you follow us at Boot to the Face underscore Instagram, Boot to the Face on Twitter. Download, subscribe, rate, like, and share anywhere you find your podcast. iTunes, Google Play, iHeart, Spotify, Spreaker, full press coverage. Um, we're all all places you find your downloads. Um, share that shit. Not only just share it, but share what your thoughts are on it. Uh, if you want to talk about how Rucker you know, needs to get, get an awakening and leave the Cowboys fan base, then by all means, let that shit loud, loud, and we'll, we'll, you know, maybe we'll, we'll eventually get him to follow that. Um, yeah. Good luck. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure. Didn't you make something say something about a bet this week about the Cowboys sucking or something? I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember what it was either. Did we play y'all this year? No, we don't play each other this year. We'll figure something out. We'll, we'll figure something out. Um, real quick, we're horrible. 
We had a new T-shirt come out at Water Maneuver this weekend. A new design, should I say. Comes in a hoodie. Comes in a onesie. Comes in a T-shirt, a tank top, a women's V-neck, a women's regular cut. It's at watermaneuver.net, the best damn T-shirt company for independent podcasts out there and independent wrestlers. They're better than those guys in Chicago. I'm not even going to bring their name up. Go to watermaneuver.net. Good customer service. If you got a store, I highly recommend you go there. Also, if you need a design, I highly recommend Jason Wolf. You can find him at Art of Jason Wolf on Twitter. Um, check out all of our podcasting friends. Talkamania, Doing a Favor, Irish Whip, Chaos Theory, uh, Fully Posable, Chick Foley Show, who had some changes going on at their show, and they're a lot more positive now. Um, check all those out. Shout out to our female demographic, all three of them. Fucking uh, Sheena, Tata, Tara. Who was, who was, uh, I thought we had, maybe we had more than that. Santana Garrett doesn't listen. We are big in the MILF demo, though. We have a lot of MILFs that listen to us now. So maybe that's the kind of shirt we need. Instead of Santana Garrett's favorite podcast, it's your hot ass mom's favorite podcast. I like that. I think that I think, becomes, I think that becomes a top seller. Like uh, this is the this is the worst would, town I've ever been in. My wife would not let me wear that shirt. I remember I wanted a Mickey James shirt that said "Milf Money" on it. She's like, "What the fuck are you? If you've seen that Mickey James shirt, <laughs> you can understand why she wouldn't want me to wear it." Um, <laughs> Mickey got all her giblets hanging out everywhere on the front of that shirt. Um, who am I missing? Robert. Custis, shout out to uh so far the people that have bought the shirt already within the past 24 hours. Adrian Ruiz bought one. Our buddy Aaron Admire bought one. Uh who else bought one, Marty? I bought I one. Think about- I bought one. Yeah, shout out to Marty Vasquez. He bought one. I bought one. We had uh, a couple people tell us last night they were gonna buy one. My brother's supposed to be getting one. So shout out to all the people supporting the show via download, t-shirt, Twitter. Ratings on iTunes. We appreciate the hell out of y'all. I'm going to go upstairs, get these ribs pretty soon, watch me some football all day. Marty's going to go to work. But this has been Boot to the Face, episode 104. I don't know why I'm ending with so low low energy. We got to do that again. This has been Boot to the Face, episode 104. Fucking NFL season's about to start. It's week one. My fantasy lineups are about to get set. You got anything, Marty, before we leave? Hell yeah, dude. Go, pack, go. Super Bowl 55 champs, Green Bay Packers. You heard that shit here first. I'm Chris Rucker for Marty Vasquez. Boot to the face. 104. Peace. Later. It's good.